When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Sharp Tank. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I got one of my homies in the building, man. Somebody I really fuck with and has loved his, his him being a comedian. His his yo comedy is is dope. We got concrete in the building today, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, How are go. you feeling today, bro? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling sharp, baby. I had to come in here and throw on a little fit, dog. Cause <laughs> I already knew, dog. Like I already knew Sharp was gonna come with it. You know, Sharp was gonna come looking like a million dollars. Yeah, you know hey, what I'm saying? I feel like, like, yeah, you really did try today. You know, I tried. Damn, dog. <laughs> I tried. It still didn't, it wasn't enough for Sharp, dog. It wasn't enough for Sharp still, dog. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, dog. You got it's the $8 a, t-shirt. Okay, I see concrete. you. It's, a, it's an honor to be able to do this interview pretty much right here in your backyard. This is it right here, man. How does it, how does it feel to be doing that, man? For real. For you. You know, dog, growing up in the neighborhood in San Fernando, like, I never, you know, I used to think Hollywood was miles away, dog. I didn't, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't register to me as a kid. And I remember as, you know, being five, six, I already, I already knew I wanted to be an actor. I was very comedic around my family. So, yeah. to me, it was just, you know, like, I never really saw the valley as the place where it's at. You know what I'm saying? So, me just trying to work through shit growing up. Obviously, you know, eventually I found out that I was in the mecca of entertainment in a way. You know what I'm saying? If it's not right. here, it's New York and... You know, and, and 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 so you know, just you know, to be here today doing no jumper with you, man. The Sharp Tank, this is, uh, is dope, man. It's like, you know, like okay, I guess I'm doing something right, dog. I'm it seems like you're right. doing something right. I mean, everything that you touch, man, is is going up. You've been having a lot of shows. I think you're doing Laugh Factory here. Yeah, I'm doing that tonight. I'm doing, doing that a, tonight. yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a special guest pop in. It's not advertised, so the people that are gonna you know be there, you know, like they're in for a treat today. And you know, so they get well, to see Well, they won't me. know about this. this they won't come. know about this, yeah. yeah. They'll, this, they'll, they'll hear this yeah. after the fact. Yep. And then I'll be on. I'll be at the Hollywood Life Factory tomorrow. That's going to be. I'm doing a special pop-in, too. So it's just, you know, going out there and, and you know, these are these are shows that I'm doing besides the stuff that are on my tour and stuff, you know, yeah. so. Were you always, like, uh, not even saying you're, I don't want to sound funny when I say this. Say it, dog. No, say what you feel, no, dog. And say like, what, dog? You're going to say I was never popular? Like, <laughs> Like when you were young, like were you always popular? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you always, I was you always a, proud. I was always a party starter. I was definitely the, the the one that was throwing the parties, you know, trying to get shit going. Yeah. I wasn't the most popular dude in in high school, but you know, I had I had my I had my fair share of of of, uh, of popularity, and shit, you know. But it wasn't, you know, it was it was never 
I guess sometimes it wasn't even for the right reasons, you know what I'm saying? I had yeah. the drugs, I had everything that was like not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, That's why I'm asking, like, were you like a crowd drawer? Like, did you always draw a little circle to you? You, you know, know what, what it saying? is too, dog? You know what it is? Being like being a comedian, dog, like, and, and just being funny, I think we're natural people pleasers. Yeah. We want to have people around us. We want to make people laugh. We want to make people like us mm. in a way. And and yeah, so I mean, I always I always tend to draw the crowd. At the same time, I always had a tight circle. So it was, we would I would throw parties. And it was all good, but I had my tight circle that you couldn't get in, you know? Right. That's live right there, man. Because, you know, a lot of people, uh, you can't f*** with a lot of people today, man. I mean, even back then, especially today, you can't be around just everybody because not everybody got your best intentions, man. I always say get around somebody who got your best intentions versus just yeah. having a whole bunch of people around you just to say, hey, you're like. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. You know, I mean, especially now, you know what I mean, as, I, as I've grown up, and shit, like, I want to have people around me that, are gonna better me. I don't want yes men around me. Facts. Um, you know what I'm saying? We all got vices, so I make sure that my people around me take care of me when it comes to shit like yeah, that. Yeah, coke, and, you know. And you know, so all hard the time, you know? And <laughs> dude, I always say, dude, I, I always say this sharp, like, you know, cause I used to rap, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, 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 I had a decent career rapping. I, I, I quit at an early age. And in fact, yeah. you know, I had songs on the radio. I was doing really good. I was being managed Damn. by great people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, you know, after, after my boy passed away, like, I went into starting shooting music videos in 2010, and uh, I, I was still acting, doing the acting, and I was on TV shows, and I got a couple movies, and I just say, you know what, this ain't for me. I want to be behind the camera like these dudes back here, and and, yeah. and and you know, I did that for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Did a bunch of music videos. You know, got over a billion views on all my work. Yeah. And Damn. I always say, like, if 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 I would have been doing comedy back then, I I you know. Probably would have heard of me like in a hotel dead or something because I just wasn't in the right mind yet. I wasn't I wasn't responsible enough, and I think now at this age, you know, uh, I'm definitely more responsible. I'm 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 picking my my team correctly, and and I'm making yeah. sure, like you said, everybody has the best interest. Yeah. But also knowing though that everybody needs to have their own position because, you know, if 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 only championship teams dog have the role players. So if you know your role, you're gonna win. You know. Do you feel like you? Had a solid support system, yeah. Throughout every, all, like throughout all this, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, it all comes from home. My wife has been great. You know, she understands yeah. the business. She grew shout up in the wife. business. You know, shout out to Nikki. You know, she grew up in the business, so she understands right. what it takes to get this shit done. That is not just you know me going to a party. You know, because I go out to parties and I go out to you know network. Yeah. And I always figured if I had like a girl that didn't understand that, it'd be, it'd be an issue. You know, so she's been supportive. She you know she's a teacher. She's a you know, she's a, you know, she homeschools our boys, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, she takes care of the house so that when I come home, it's more like, all right, I can just relax and just be dad now as opposed yeah. to trying to run everything myself. How's you know, the so. kids feel when, you know, y'all probably go to 7-Eleven for a couple Slurpees and somebody run up on you and want to take a picture? They don't understand it. They're like, you're not even funny, dad. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you ain't funny, dog. They're like, you're not funny, dog. They're like, dude, you're, dude, you're not even like... You, you're not even Mr. Beast. Like you don't even have a burger anywhere. Like, <laughs> Dad, you need like another hundred million subscribers. You, Dad, you suck. Like, I'm like, word. I right, bet. That's gotta be some fucking drive for your ass, right? That's there. like, it humbles me, dog. Because then I get home and they're like, Dad, you ain't shit. You know, like, yeah. hey, what put on fuck? this Xbox. Hey, fix this Xbox player. Right. Out the trash. You know what I'm saying? Buy that pizza. Mom said you about to go to McDonald's for us. Yeah, or like, hey, homie, take that drive. I know you just got home, but take that drive one time. You know, like, nah, my kid, obviously, I mean, like, you know, my oldest, he, he's 10, so he's starting to see it. And, you know, like, you know, we go out to the store and, and, and you know, like I said earlier, it's getting to the point right now where 
I really can't go anywhere without somebody recognizing me now. So my my oldest is starting to see it, and he's like, "That's cool, but again, you're not Mr. Beast, you know." Like he <laughs> he thinks fame and all that is like you you got to be Mr. Beast or you got to be Spider Man. Yeah, you know you got to be one of those Tom Holland dudes. So yeah. he's like, "You're famous, Dad, but you're not like." Famous, famous. And I'm like, fuck, all right, let me work on this shit. I feel like, man, you know, uh, there's so much fantasy and bullshit that's built for these kids today. Like, when me and you was coming up, it was actors, comedians, people like that, that we took a liking to, you know? They done built so much fantasy shit these days for these kids, concrete. Like, they they look up to a character off of Minecraft. Yeah, that's it. You want to be like, for real, bro. That's what they care about. That's what they care about. It sucks when you ask your kid, like, Hey man, like, what do you want to be? Sure, I want to be Rubble from Paw Patrol. Like, like what? Like, no, like, what? Fucking ten already, I want to be bro. the skin from fucking uh, what is it? The fucking, <laughs> whatever. I want to be like that dude. I, you know? Yeah, man. My kids are, you know, they're they're, they're I mean, they're still trying to figure out. I'm, I'm just. Like, I'm I'm just told, him, told huh? my kid, you must have wanted to be fucking a Gumby. Don't be a blockhead. Like, yeah, no what shit. The fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you know I was trying I'm to saying? be like, dog. Hey, growing up, I was trying to be fucking. Mario Lopez, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I used to watch Stay by the Bell. I was like, damn, he's the only motherfucker that looks like me on this show. And I love this show. You know, like, and you know what I'm saying? Like, his name was AC Slater, but I was like, nah, this motherfucker's Mexican, yeah. dog. You know, this motherfucker's Mexican, dog. And come to find out, the dude's from San Diego is totally with the shits. He's cool with the fucking culture. And yeah. dude, I not, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of dude. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and and, and Growing up, I was like, yeah, I want to be A.C. Slater, dog. You know what I'm saying? I used to see that shit. You wanted to dance like him and everything, huh? Oh, dog, I wanted to have the curls and shit. Parachute you know, pants, like, all that And I didn't know shit. how to tell my parents that I wanted a Jerry call. I was like, oh, my hair like that. They were like, you can't have it like that. Your hair is straight. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have the Jerry curl dripping, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, on some dripping soul off. glow shit. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't even know what soul glow is, bro. Oh, these kids That's, don't get it, dog. They don't get it these, these days, it. man. And it's cool. And it's cool, man. We keep that shit for us. You know what let I'm saying? Me, let me ask you for real. Like, when did you genuinely find your funny? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what's real. funny, Sharp, is that I've been, you know, I, I've been around my family and friends. I've always been the clown, you know, so I've always been clowning and making people laugh. Which it, you said, but it, it wasn't until 2018 mm-hmm. that I decided to take my take 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 that step forward. In 2018, I was shooting a music video for uh, Sekan, which is arguably one of the biggest Latin American rappers in, in the world, and uh, uh, our boy Compton Menace. And we were shooting a music video, and we left the truck for 15 minutes. They stole all my gear, bro, $40,000 worth of gear. Like that. Like that. Changed my life, bro. It took, it took everything away from me. Everything I had worked for 10 years to get, it got stolen like that in 15 minutes, bro. From, one, from going to get the last shot of the music video to coming back, all my gear was gone. And honestly, dude, like at that point, man, I, I, it was kind of like, man, this is it. Like I didn't, I didn't want to start over, dog. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got to do all this shit again. I gotta buy gear again. You know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back into my acting career. And you know, wifey was like, "Man, dude, this is crazy. Like, we got kids. Like, you, you don't want to get a job. Like, I was thinking, you know, so we're struggling to what the fuck to do because at this point, I have no more gear. I'm not getting the calls from music videos because I had, I had posted a fucking Instagram like, "Yo, does anybody know anything?" And I posted this like real on Instagram and. I even put it in black and white for dramatic effect, dog. I got out. I got all. <laughs> I got all sad, and I was like, if any, if anybody, please snitch, snitch. 
Call the hotline, dog. I was like, call the hotline, dog. You are I mean, not a snitch. $40,000 worth of gear, Yeah, man, and so- I had shot two music videos in, in Honduras that I had a I had that hard drive with both, with both of those music videos that I shot in Honduras and I had them in that in, in, in one of the backpacks and they jacked that too so each each video there was like 10 grand you know what I'm saying like just off of flights and everything that fucking that it takes to do a video out of, out of the country and so I was like man fuck this shit and I'm sitting at at an office that you know shout outs to uh, Pocos for the Locos Eda and Cooley they were letting me have a like a like a studio like an office room at their studios right there in Studio City mm-hmm. And uh, in exchange, you know, I was doing, you know, like, you know, music videos on the low and, you know, it's kind of helping each other out. And I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I can stay here no more. I kind of fell back because I couldn't really contribute to what the fuck we were trying to get done, right? And I'm, I'm going through YouTube videos, man, and I'm just eating my food. And at this time, MGK had this Eminem. No, I remember Remember that. he dropped that music video, that. right? Yeah. Your beard is weird type shit. Remember yeah, that? I remember that. And I'm watching that video and I was like, yeah, man, man, let me record my reaction before I before I watch this video. So I put my cell phone down and I and I recorded my reaction and I posted that shit. I was like, ah, let's see what happens. I posted it and dude, you know, I used to get 20 likes and three comments and it was my mom type of shit. Like, keep going, right. son. You know what I'm saying? Keep shit. going. My, my sister, shit. you know, keep going. Yeah. You know, and I I used to travel for work, dog. I mean, I used to, you know, like I used to shoot for Rock Nation, Title, and I used to, you know, be in Europe and all this shit. You've done a lot. And nobody bro. gave a fuck, right? It's kind of like, ah, nobody gives a fuck about the camera, man. Nobody gives a fuck about that. They just want to see the work, right? Right. And so I didn't get a lot of comments. And when I posted that video, dude, I got like 30 comments, like a thousand likes. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? People, and then people were like, yo, you're funny, dog. Your facial expressions are fucking funny, dude. Keep doing these videos. Yeah. And I called my girl and I was like, she's like, I see it. She's like, do another one. I was like, all right, Ben, let me call you back. And then I started searching more videos and I found a video of a lady uh, getting caught at a store stealing some shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that little liquor store just looks like the liquor store down the street. I was like, I bet I can, I bet I can splice myself in this video and make it seem like I'm in there. And because of all the experience of me shooting for the last 13 years, you knew how to edit I knew shit. how to edit it, I knew how to color Damn. it and really make it seem like I'm really there. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So then I, 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 I waited because the video was at night and I told my girls, like, hey, give me four hours, I'm gonna wait till it gets dark. And I'm gonna shoot this video. She's like, all right, bet. I shoot the video, I go back and edit it, edit that shit quickly, dude. And then I posted it, and that shit went bananas. I had like, to me, it was bananas at the time. It was like 3,000 likes, 100 comments. That's a lot comments. for somebody that don't ever that nobody have was no doing. motion going on. I had nothing page. going on. Right, right. And then after that, it was like, I got home and I told my girl, do I embarrass you with this shit? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
do I embarrass you like as a husband to like be, be acting funny on social media and like because it's a young man's game. It's a young man's game. It's a young man's game. So I was like, yo, do I embarrass <clears> you, you as, as a wife? Right now. As a wife, do I she was like, nah, do your shit. You're funny. Yeah. I said, that's all I needed to know. And after that, it was like I didn't look back, man. I started doing videos, and I started just focusing on that, and and you know now I'm here on the fucking Sharp Tank, dog. You know what I'm bro, saying? <laughs> like, yo, shit's been going, bro, like for a while. And to be honest with you, this is why I like sitting down with you because I always thought you were always pushing, you know, the comedian move, yeah. you know. But <clears throat> not comes to find out, you were really a person behind the count. Yeah. Camera, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You were editing and shooting music videos yeah, and shit. Hell yeah. It's fascinating, bro. Yeah, man. Know. I directed videos for 12 years, man. You know what I'm saying? And how you were able to coincide both of them and, okay, I'm going to start editing my own little shit. It so all, like, you cut the middleman out of somebody yeah. having to do anything for you. I mean, I was doing it myself. I was like the audio. I would throw in the audio and I would really put myself in these videos and it was just like, I, I knew what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been directing for so long. I'm genuinely... I feel like I'm, you know, I've never had acting classes. I feel like I'm just raw talent in a way. Like I've never had really, you know, an acting coach or a comedic acting coach or nothing like that. So everything that I've been doing has just been to what I fucking think is funny, not what you think is funny. I don't do trendy shit. I do what I think is funny. Mm. And I think that's what's helped me create my own lane, bro, because there's nobody in my lane in a way. I'm doing me. I'm genuinely doing me. I'm not taking videos or taking sound bites and taking people's shit and, and, and doing it. So, you know, that's 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 really what it boils down to. You know what I'm saying? That's how I created my own fucking lane and, and I've been successful at it, man. It's been it's been a blessing, you know, but nothing comes obviously cliche shit, nothing comes with hard work. I've been I dedicate my life to this shit every single day. I have, I I haven't had a regular job in what, seventeen years or some shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's everything's been It's a gotta be hard when you go from making ten thousand dollars a music video mm -hmm. to Forty thousand dollars of equipment getting stole. Well, yeah, you yeah. know now you, that was your piece of your bread and butter. How are you gonna eat now? Yo, you probably have a certain lifestyle at that point that you yeah. not, that you have to upkeep, especially have a family <clears throat> to try to go work a regular job and try to make. I wasn't gonna do it. Fifteen dollars. I wasn't hour, gonna do it. Sharp. I don't sharp. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know where to go to get it. Like I don't, wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't know how to do anything. I'm not. You know, I can't just go say, I'm going to go get a fucking job at a warehouse and be a fork. I, I'm not even forklift certified, my G. Like, I don't know yeah. any of that shit. Like, right. I'm not I'm not that guy, right? Like, I'm I'm an entertainer, bro. That's that's what I do, you know? And if I'm not doing the entertaining, I'm recording the entertainer. And yeah. the difference now that I'm just, I just happen to be in front of the camera and it just happened to work out, dog. But I think everything happens for a reason. I think I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be at this time. And, and uh, you know, like I said, it's a young man's game, but my work ethic is just... You know, these kids. You know, you know these kids, kids are, are lazy. That's these why. kids are waking up at twelve. I'm already on my fourth video at twelve p.m. You know, I'm already on my fourth fucking meeting. I'm already on my. I'm already. You know, technically, I'm I'm doing lunch at ten with these guys. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. You know, doing lunch at nine. That's how you got to do it because you know why. Yeah. That's called getting ahead of the day. Yeah. That's called getting ahead of the day. Like the things when people are starting to eat lunch, you're like, no, we already did that at 10 o'clock. So now we got more time to Let's do go. some of the things we Let's need go. to do. Let's go. That's yeah. dope. How did you and, um, because it seems like you and him are real close. How did you and Tino come about? So I was shooting a music video for Cheeky's, Frankie J, and Baby Bash. Okay. And uh, in yeah. fact, this specific video, bro, <clears throat> was my niggas. I ain't gonna lie, back some of they cuts back in the back. Oh hell yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, dog. Come on, dog. Of course, yeah, man. Yeah, I go Frankie, you know, dude. Yeah. They got cuts, bro. They got and, cuts. I was shooting a music video and they happened to be uh, casted to 
uh, Frankie J brought them. He's like, yo, I know these two dudes. I, I need like, because I told him I needed guys for a scene, for like a doo-wop scene. And then so he called Jay and another influencer by the name of Legend. And, uh, you know, the dude got a million followers and shit. And I was like, man, these dudes are dope. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of struck up a relationship with them. And I didn't start doing videos with, with, uh, with Valentino immediately. It was because that video right there that I, you know, where I met those dudes at, that was the video that I had a week after they stole all my shit. So that video, that whole budget went to renting shit. I just rented shit. I didn't make no money off that video. They didn't know. Well, they knew that that my shit had gotten stolen, but they didn't know that all my gear was rented at that at that point. You know, it was just. I, I mean, I, I mean, I rented from tripods to cards to fucking batteries, everything that I needed for that music video got rented, and that's how I met Jay Valentino right there. And then so like maybe six months later, <clears throat> he he asked me to shoot one of his skits because he was doing social media comedy heavy already. He was already like at two hundred thousand followers or some some shit like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, I'll come shoot it for you, dog. So, you know, at that point, I, I, I had like a little Sony. I had a Sony, um, a little, you know, uh, Sony, R, R, the, 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 the two or whatever the case. And so I went and shot his comedy skit. And then he was like, yo, man, we should do one. And I was like, man, I've been having this idea, bro, for like a year now. I want to do this rebel shit. And I was, I think you'd be perfect for it. And, <clears throat> you know, if you're not familiar with the rebel shit, the rebels in the 90s here, it was like, a, it was like the party crew scene. So the rebels were like these dudes that would wear Harley boots and bangs and like, you know what I'm saying, bald with bangs and shit. So to me, that was like, this shit ain't been touched, bro. Like this, this, this particular That's fucking old thing. School, bro. So it was nostalgic for anybody that was in the party crew scene from here, like like the Southwest, Southwest area right, of, of the right. States, right? So when we dropped that shit, bro, like it did 800 comments in five minutes, bro. And I was like, Yo, I think we got something, dog. We need to keep rocking some more, some more shit together. So I just started writing with him, and then we just started coming up with dope concepts to do together, and we just kept pushing. And now, you know, obviously we've been we've been doing 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 pretty well for ourselves after that. You know, yeah. you know, obviously he does his own stuff, and I do my own stuff. But when right. we, but when we come together, it's just you know you you can't fuck with it. It's like the new Cheech and Chong. It's the it's the you know like we like the pen and tellers of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just a great combo. Yeah, cause Tino, he he's with the shit. Like yeah. when y'all come together, it you can just tell y'all mesh well. The chemistry's there. Yeah, it's just chemistry, dog. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't understand that I'm, I'm really like I'm a chemistry dude. If I if you know, I, well, first of all, I'm a chemistry dude. Also, I like to write parts for people, right? Like I'm a writer at, at heart, and I don't I don't just put people in a position to do a skit where they ain't gonna shine because it's it's not gonna do what it's supposed to do. So I tend to just write for people and write the right for like like the right role for them to just yeah. really make them shine. Cause if if I shine myself and nobody else is shining, then it's it's whack, bro. Like that ain't what it's about. You know what I'm right. saying? The reason why the movie Friday was so successful is because everybody was written for everybody was born for that role, bro. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. was born for for that role. For that bro. role, man. Chris Tucker was smoky, man. you know. Uh, tiny, tiny, tiny Lester was Debo. Like, everybody, everybody was dude down to uh, down to Felicia. Like everybody, mm. bro, was if if I mean do that that Neil that to Long me still that, that to me still be you know besides Harlem Nights, that to me it was, besides Harlem Nights, and I think to me one of the funniest movies is Life. The ensemble in every one of those movies, like like the uh, the ensemble of every cast on those movies, though, is just great, bro. And that's how you make classics. It's a staple. It's it classic. is. I that's get, that's I what get creates what a classic, said. bro. Yeah. You know, that's what creates a classic. You know, Blood In and Blood Out. 
that's huge in the you know Chicano community. Everybody Everybody's was born. watched that. I don't care what everybody was born is. for he that was in role. The street, yep. You watched that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That movie right there was iconic. Iconic, bro. Like that movie will live forever, bro. Forever. Yeah. What um, I like, what I like about, because I love you dudes that do skits, man, and do the online comedy because it's a lot of people want to hear y'all story. You know what I mean? Yeah. But y'all so busy just making skits and things like that. And and everybody always thinks that media always just goes for the bigger names or the people that yeah. are in the music entertainment. No, man. Like, people want to hear y'all stories out. Yeah. They like them. I'm, I'm sure the viewers like hearing this side of concrete. You know, I, I, you know it's crazy that I... I you know, I come from the era of where, you know, you have to audition for shit. And you still have to audition for shit, right? I think... Yeah. But as an actor, like, you know, back in the day, nobody would be able to see if you know how to act unless you went to an audition, right? Nobody knew you were funny unless you went to the club. Nobody knew you, you know, you it's had word chops. Of mouth, man. You know what I'm saying? It was word of mouth it's back then, which mouth. was really hard, right? It was like, hard to You know, like, that. I got on the radio back in 2006 when it, it was, it was, and it, I mean, it's still difficult to get on the radio, but to be on the radio back in 2006, it was like, okay, you did something. And it, 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 that was word of mouth. That was a lot. So... When I got into social media comedy, I took it as in like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about Hollywood not seeing me audition or not getting the part that I need or the part that I think I'm, I'm, I'm good at. I'm going to create my own content and I'm going to use my social media platform as my audition tape. You're going to be able to see that I got chops on my Instagram. Dropping jewels, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I've never considered myself like a social media influencer, right? Because right. I don't, I'm not... I'm not cut from that cloth. I'm cut from the cloth of like the, uh, the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Like 80s people that. Well, there's still messages. It, 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 in, you know what in, I'm saying? There's still messages in your skits. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, if you look at, I mean, if you really go and watch a lot of my skits, bro, like there's always some kind of message, whether it's it's as as, as, as minuscule or, or, or something where I'm, you know, I, I don't tend to get political on my shit, but there's always yeah. some kind of life message in my shit, you know? And that comes from like, you know, I've always wanted to, you know, I'm a big fan of like in Living Color. Though. I, I grew up watching in Living Color. You know what I'm saying? That's sketch comedy whole, to me, bro. Their whole family on. That to me was sketch comedy. That's the yeah. epitome of <clears throat> sketch comedy. Obviously the Chappelle shows and the Kim Peels and all that dope, dope shit. But I grew up on Jamie Foxx. I grew up idolizing dudes like Jamie Foxx, idolizing dudes like Jim Carrey, Martin, and people like that coming. Yeah, around, dog, man. and like, and 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 you know, so I so I'm too like you know, I used to watch Tommy Davidson and all these dudes play characters, and that's why I am who I am. I mean, I grew up watching these fucking greats doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, no. me doing, I'm just I'm basically it on Instagram. It's my in living color TV show, because I don't have a network yet. A network hasn't said hey. And I'm not waiting, bro. I'm I'm dropping my shit. You know what That's I'm saying? I was waiting for you to say that you're not waiting for. I'm not it, waiting, bro. bro. I'm people can come and see my content. I just I just hope that they come and support my stand-up comedy shows, and that'll be the fair exchange. You know what I'm saying? Because right now everything I do on social media is technically free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, you would have to be on a network for people to see your shit. It sounds like to me, and well, better off. Let me ask you as a question: Do you feel like <clears throat> the the skits and things that you do on line and for your page is almost like your own personal time capsule. It is, bro. You know it what is. I mean? It like, is. It's my own network. I think it's my own network. It's my own time capsule. And honestly, dude, I don't erase shit. You know, you can go back and see what I did the last 10 years. Like my the struggle for me being a barber to me fucking, you know, from you know, from me uh uh you know uh working at the you know working at the New York Film Academy up the street right here as a mm -hmm. as a TA uh, to me, 
you know, like you'll see the progression from the little videos to the to the big videos. You'll see the downfall in 2018. You'll see the rebirth in 2020. You know what I'm saying? 2020, and then you'll see the pandemic, and then me losing everything again, and then me regaining everything in 2021. And now 2022 was a great year. It was a building year, and you know, every year to me has just been, just just you know lay the foundation, lay the foundation. Aren't that's you happy that's why that I call myself concrete because it's solid. You know. Concrete, aren't you happy that you lost it all now? Think about it. Yeah, dude, because I think about I, it, yeah. where you at right now. Yeah. And everything that you lost, and maybe at that point you didn't really truly understand it. Oh, hell yeah. And it hurt. It hurt, man. Like to get all your gear took, man. You know, when you just out trying to do the right motherfucking thing. You just was really it. out trying to get at your craft, you know, to come to come back, man, to find out all your shit gone. They took every battery, every lens. I actually, in 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 a way, I actually thank those people, dog. Because if I don't, if that doesn't happen, it doesn't push me to follow my my dream. It doesn't push me to follow what I'm what I'm put on this earth to do, which is make people laugh. Ultimately, shooting music videos was, was a passion of mine, but that ain't my calling, bro. My calling is make people laugh. That's what God put me here for. God knows that I'm good at doing music videos, but He's like, this ain't for you, bro. You need to make people laugh. And and at the time, you know, it was you know it was I seen it as in like. Man, come on, dog. Like, I'm trying to do everything right. I'm talking to God like, you know, come on, man. Like, what are you doing, bro? Cut me some slack, man. What are you doing, dog? Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward now, I'm like, I see what you were doing. You wanted to, you got me out of my comfort zone. You got me out of something that you knew wasn't for, that it, that wasn't the end of my story. You know, my story continues, and now I get to make people laugh for a living, dog, and, and, and it's it started out because I didn't make no money for a while. It, you know, I didn't make money for at least a year and a half, almost two years, of of doing this comedy shit. And then it just started bubbling. I started getting brand deals and whatnot. And you know, then my boys from maybe Chevy came through, cut a contract, gave me a truck at a time where I didn't have a car for my kids. They fucking gave me a dope ass suburban. You know what I'm saying? Right. So shots to my boy Justin on that baby bash during the pandemic. You know, you know he had to move. Um, he actually like like during the pandemic, I was living with them. Because I was struggling after I lost all my gear, I was struggling, bro. I didn't, I, you know, I couldn't really make money. So he was like, you know what, dude? I got a big ass house, bro, here in Northridge. I'm back and forth touring. I don't need this big ass house, man. Why don't you come and stay with, you know, bring your family here, you know, pitching on the rent, whatever you can. And and once we get right, we get right. Well, then the pandemic hit, and so he left to Houston. He was just building his house in Houston, and then so here I go back, having to go back to my mother-in-law's house and. You know, because as a man, dog, like, you know, as a man, like, you don't, you know, you want to be able to provide, dog, a roof. I don't care how big the fucking roof is, provide. And the fact that I had to go back to my mother-in-law's house during the pandemic was a blow to the ego as a man, bro. Like, real shit, bro. I'd I be completely honest. And I remember picking a stupid-ass fight with my mother-in-law about some dumb shit. And then uh, I went into, like, a depression mode for four days, right? I ain't going to lie. For four days, I just stuck in the room. I was like, I got to figure something out. And that's when I started doing, uh, I started doing community work. I was like, you know what? I got a roof. My kids got food. They got grandparents. I love them. I'm gonna go out and help. And I started working with this organization called Project Hope, and we were giving out food, man, to people that really needed it. You know, figuring out money, getting money for people's rents, people's medicines, whatever they needed. And uh, in 2020 September, that's when I got my first deal with Chevy, dog. And uh, it was it was in direct connection to them because they did a give back at the AV Chevy dealership um, in Lancaster, and the owner was like, "Yo, man, I follow you, bro." He's like, "You're funny as fuck." 
And I was like, really? I was like, all right, bet. And he was like, I'm the owner. And I was like, no, you're not. Because <laughs> the dude's like, he got, he got mad tattoos, you know what I'm saying? He's right, swaggy right. as fuck. Like, and my in my mind, like, you don't own it, bro. Like, you're just like, you a drug dealer, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it looks like you deal drugs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was like, nah, come to my office. And he was like, man, how much would you want to make to promote my, you know, my dealership? And I was like, I didn't know how to price my shit yet. And then so he wrote a number down and slid it over the desk. And I was like, you want me to start on Monday or what? <laughs> Changed my life, bro. Changed your motherfucking life, Changed bro. my life, dog. I have to ask you, <laughs> back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. You know, you were talking about coming out of the comfort zone. Yeah. I have to ask you, why do you think people are afraid to come out of their comfort zone? And what do you think they can do to get out of it? They're afraid to eat shit, bro. You know, like, no, nobody wants to eat shit, bro. And in the world we live in right now where everything's on social media, you got to portray this person that has it under control and that is doing well and that is doing better than you, right? I, I got to portray that I'm doing better than you. And nobody wants to show that I'm not doing okay, but I'm going to make it. And I think that's the problem, right? It starts from there. And then also a lot of people don't don't have the fucking balls, dog, to really do it, you know? It takes a lot of it takes a lot of uh uh you know confidence and 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 you 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 gotta be able to risk it though. You gotta be able to sacrifice people. A lot of people don't wanna sacrifice shit, bro. You know, I didn't, you know, all my twenties, bro, I was working, bro. I was shooting music videos. When all the when when all my homies that were partying, going to clubs, going to Cancun with girls and doing all this shit, I was I was working, bro. So I didn't really see that. Like I didn't get to have my twenties like that, you know? Mm. And so that's that—that's a sacrifice, bro. That you know that I made in order to get to where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I'm and and there's nothing wrong with being in your 20s and having fun. But when you want to get to a certain level and be elite at what the fuck you do, bro, you got to put in the work, bro. Look, G, let me tell you, there's what 400 positions in the NBA, right? There's 400 yeah. positions, yeah. right? Out of those 400 players, bro, those guys are the best in the world. Those 400 players in the NBA are the best in the fucking world. And they put a lot of work and effort into what they do, correct? How much more effort do you think dudes like Michael Jordan and Kobe had to put to be even better than 99% of those 400, bro? Man, work ethic had to be fucking insane. Out of control, right? Out so of that's control. so that's what I that's what I strive to be. It's like if I'm if I want to be in 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 the elite, I gotta do this much. If I wanna be better than the elite and be in this percentage, then I'm going to outwork you, dog. And there's, that's just bottom fucking line. There's nothing else to it. You got to get up. Ain't nothing going to hand... Nobody's going to hand you shit, bro. Nobody. <clears throat> Nobody, bro. So to me, it's like it's either I fucking go or I'm not going to get it, bro. You know? And I don't want to sit at the table. I want to have my own fucking table and bring people in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just a different mentality that I carry. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's very competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... I take the shit as a sport, bro. You have know? you thought of another question for you? Have you thought about starting your own network and maybe bringing in some other people up under you? Well, I do have a, I do have a, I do have a studio in in, in Valencia where I have a, you know, similar to this. I have a bunch of podcast rooms that I run for different people. Um, so I have a production network. I, I, 
I'm starting to write movies where I want to bring other actors in. And obviously, like now with the touring that I'm doing, I'm bringing other comedians that I think are dope that are not getting the the shine they deserve or, you know, the looks that they deserve. So I'm starting to bring in other dudes that I, I feel are hilarious and, and that need the platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm actively working on it. Obviously, everything's a work in progress, but... Uh, you know, within the last year, man, we've you know we've we've developed five five podcasts at my studio, and we're running them, and it's uh you know it's dope, man. Hopefully, one day we could be as big as No Jumper, you know what I'm saying, hey, or man. bigger. I'm I, coming, No yeah, Jumper. No, I'm I see fucking it. with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you plan on doing any? Uh Comedy tours, bringing some people under your wing along the yeah, way to where yeah. you do your own show. Hey, y'all gonna come on the road? Yeah, yeah. Right now, I've been uh, you know obviously right now I've been touring with uh, Los Toxicos, and that's right. my boy Jerry Garcia, Jesus Sepulveda. Both of those guys have you know HBO, Netflix specials, along with my boy uh, Jay Valentino. And I I started on that tour when I was I was barely doing stand up. I was I'm like two three months in at that point. And they're like, yo, you're good, bro. Like, you're funny. People like you. Just do this tour with us. Because I was hesitant. I never wanted to do stand-up sharp. I, it wasn't my thing. I was like, I'm a comedic actor, bro. Were you afraid to fail in it? Yeah. Because I felt like if I fell, it's going to hurt my career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's going to hurt. smart for the long run. He's you know like, what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather, I'd rather just keep doing this acting shit. Hmm. You know, I, like, I always felt like, you know, I always felt like I'm more of a, you know, in, in the sense, I'm, I'm I'm more of a, you know, comedic actor. Like, you know, there's 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 stand-up comedians that turn actors, and then they're just very successful. You know, the Eddie Murphys and the Kevin Hart's and the Jim Carrey's and the Jamie Foxes and all these dudes that that were stand-up comedians turned actors and became fucking you know staples in Hollywood, like A one tier one acts. You know, but I was like, I just never saw myself as a stand-up comedian. It wasn't until I started talking to some of the comedians that were following me that were like, damn, I didn't even know you liked my shit. They were like, yeah, you're funny, dude, you know? And a lot of the tier one comedians hit me up and they're like, look, man, you got to do the stand-up shit, bro. If you want to be one of us and you want us to take you seriously, right, you're going to have to do the stand-up shit, right? And I think it's like a rite of passage in a way, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's kind of like... You know, street cred. Like you gotta do the work. You gotta go get dirty. You gotta eat shit. You gotta get on stage and bomb. And sure enough, man, I started doing that shit. And uh, so I got on the tour. They asked me to host it. I started as a host on that, just as a host. I was just coming up and doing, you know, crowd work and then introducing the comics. I went from that to, you know, being the guy that people want to see. Sometimes, you know, what I'm how saying? was your how was your first show? I bombed. Vom vomit on your sweater. I bombed, dog. Mom's spaghetti. Bad. All over your I shit it on myself, dog. <laughs> Fuck vomit. I shit it on myself, dog. I'm in Vegas, right? And it, I, I chose like Vegas too as my opening. As your opener. <laughs> yeah, you the really fucking confidence is at an all time high, right, dog? Confidence is an all time yeah, high. Yeah, I'm dog. just imagining what you were going through. Andy Ruiz is there, you know, heavyweight yeah. champ of the Shout world. Out Andy Ruiz. I got fucking the Gypsy Kings in the building. I got a bunch of famous people. They're a bunch of shit. And it's like a day event. You know, so people have been having a good time. And I go up there and I'm doing my jokes. And like, in my head, bro, everything's hitting. I'm in my head. I'm just, I'm zoned out. I'm just like, bah, bah, bah. And I started seeing people slowly getting up and trickling out. And I was like, the fuck? And I do my last little joke and it didn't hit. It was like a wheelchair joke. There was a lady in the front row sitting in the wheelchair. I remember she just kind of rolled away and shit. She was like, fuck all this, dog. You know what I'm saying? 
And I still got off hella confident, you know, and I'm like, oh right. man, hey, thank you guys for having me, Vegas. I appreciate you. It's right. my first time doing stuff. I have people, you know, a couple people cheered and shit, you know. And I got off. And again, I didn't know shit was bad until people started coming up to me and they were like, you lose some, you win some, kid. What, what? the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What? I'd have been hot, bro. Like, what the fuck? I was like, what mean? do you mean? And then somebody yeah. else came up and they were like, hey, you're gonna be all right, King, keep going. <laughs> And then my girl comes up to me and she was like, baby, we're in Vegas. Just, we're going to have a good time tonight. Don't worry about it. And I was like, what do you mean don't worry about it? She's like, you fucking sucked. I was like, what? She was like, you sucked. You sucked. I was like, it was that bad? She was like, yeah, it was bad. And I said, all right, fuck it. And then, you know, I was like, cool. So I, I just, you know, I took that L. And then I started writing more. Immediately I started writing. And my boy Jerry calls me up for the second show. He was like, yo, I'm doing this show at the Levity Live in Oxnard, dog. Why don't you come and host it? And I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, I'm ready. I'm this shame, same shit ain't gonna happen in Vegas. I'm not bombing twice in a row, dog. Right. It's not right. gonna happen, dog. I'm I'm funny, dog. Like, what is what's going on, dog? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? This this can't be, dog, right? <laughs> this can't fucking be, dog. So I so I go to the Oxnard show. <laughs> And I'm so confident that on the way up there, I had 30, 40 minute drive up there, and I was like, I started writing a new joke. And I, I'm writing, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be fire. I'm gonna open up with this. And as a comedian, stand up comedians, they know like starting, opening up with a brand new joke is a cardinal sin. You don't do that. You don't open up with a brand new joke. You throw in something, something that, something you know has worked already, yeah. and then you slide in the one that's new. And if it doesn't so you're work, you're just going against the grain. I'm going against the Anti grain. Anti everything. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm funny. You gonna laugh? Oh, you gonna laugh, dog? You know? And I go in and I started off, and I'm like, yeah, what's up, Oxnard? And I go into that joke, and like, there's some dude in the front row, like right behind the front row. He's like, you know, because it's like seat, it's like it's like a table, so he's like on the second chair. And I remember all I heard was there was like a dead silence, dog. And it was like, is this supposed to be fucking funny? And it's loud, bro. Like I could, everybody heard it. And then you know when some when 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 somebody ex, you know says something, it gives other motherfuckers a license to want to say something too. So then it started like, yeah, that's what I said. This is bullshit. <laughs> and then some other dudes like, is this what the fuck I paid for? And I'm like, I'm drowning again, dog. I'm drowning. And then because I've been hosting so many concerts at that point, you know, for Bobby D, and I'm doing all these concerts, yeah. I went into concert hosting mode. I was like. Where are all my ladies at? Make some noise. And I just try to get the attention off of the joke. And I was like, yo, where are all my, where are all my fellas? Where are all my dogs at? Where are all my 80s babies? Where are all my and, I'm, and, I, and now I got the crowd hyped up and I got off, right? And I introduced the next comedian. And I got off and he was like, what the fuck? My boy's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, what the fuck is that joke? When, when, when? He's like, dog, what did we, didn't we talk about it? I told you, do the ones that work. You, you, you've been going out and, and doing, what, what are you doing? And dude, I went back out there, bro. and and and, and I, I felt like shit, dude. I wanted to go home, bro. I was like, I'm done, bro. He's like, No, you're not leaving. I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm out of here. I'm done with the stand up shit. I'm out of here, bro. I'm not going to be embarrassed three times, bro. Because you got to understand, like, Sharp, like, there's a, there's a sense of embarrassment you can't get away from. Right. It's right it's there, like a bro. It's a of failure. It's not like, and that's why people were like, if you want us to really, if, if, if you want us to really accept you in the comedian world, you got to eat shit with us. Because on social media, bro, I drop a skit. And if it don't hit, guess what? I just put my phone down and walk away from it. Right. There's no walking away sharp from the stage, though. No, there's not. You can't bro. drop the mic and just run. You're going to look like a fucking, you know. Yeah. It's, 
it's it's going to be way harder to come back from that than to just drive yourself through it, focus, regain your shit, go back out there and get it done. And I ended up leaving on a on a on a really high note that night, you know. And I I I've bombed a couple jokes here and there, but it's it, it hasn't been like it hasn't been like that at all. Now, now so you end up going back out on stage mm -hmm. and kicking and the reclaiming jokes. and reclaiming the stage, bro. I had I had to get them back, you know. Um, and, and and at the end of the day, people were people were dope. I went back to Levity Lab not so long ago, and dude, I had a fucking great reception, dog. They know who I am now. Now they, you know, do they you feel like you <clears throat> leaving would have set the tone for the next upcoming comedian that was gonna come out there. Oh, if I like leave, oh, if I leave, not only does it put a bad, you know, it, it it puts a dink on the armor for sure. Yeah, and then. Comedians will now be like, "Fuck that dude! He fucking he he bailed. He bailed on us. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a teammate bailing out on you in the middle of a game, bro. It's like Pippen not getting up from that bench in that in that game in the '90s. Yeah. Just straight I'm saying, just, is it hard to gain back the audience? For is the it gain back comedian? You oh hell say, yeah! Well hell yeah! Because you're well yeah because you're supposed to set the tone. You're supposed to set the tone. You're setting the tone. You as a host have to go out there and set the tone and make making you know get the you know get them hype. And I completely like. Shit the bed on that, bro. It was bad. I'm, I'm talking, it's bad, dog. <laughs> I'm talking about, it's re, like, I still replay it, dog, and I'm like, never again, dog, you know? Yeah. But, you know, now it's, you know, I learned my lessons, and now I'm fucking, you know, from what the census say, I'm, 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 I'm killing it now, so, you know? Bro, you've been killing it, man. You know, I'm thinking about coming and showing up to your show tonight. Oh, hell yeah, man. man. I'll, put you, I'll put you in. front row. Hell yeah. Yeah, put me down, man. Sure, I'm going to come up there just to come check it out. I want to yeah, laugh. Man. I want to see what it is that you do live, man. Yeah. You know, because it's an honor to be in presence of future greatness of what's going to really oh, stand you, for the comedian scene, man. For real, for real. Like, And I feel like this is where it starts. Bernie Mac and them wasn't always the shit. Steve Harvey and them wasn't always the yeah. shit. Like, they all got those eat shit stories that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, man, you got to eat shit, it's, man. it's crazy that yeah, you said dog. that. Like, Because you look back on all the comedians that are high profile, people that we've known and have set themselves in the, in the cement for years. Yep. All have shitty ass stories, man. Oh man, they got bad stories, but I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm still new in the game. I'm only a year and three months in, but I've been blessed to have a have a have a platform that people know me from, right? Like they yeah. they see my skits, they see my videos, and in order for me to sell out these shows, I need to make sure that I'm still funny on my social media page because that's what drives my ticket sales, right? Like, right, right. I don't have a machine. I don't have a big agency or nothing like that. So yeah. everything that I do is organic and is independent. So I gotta make sure my page is right so that my shows on on, on my tour can 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 sell out. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta, I gotta stay double funny, bro. I gotta be funny on stage, get off the stage, be funny on camera and Cause that's the only way it's gonna work, you know. I mean, I, I, at least for me, you know what I'm saying. I know yeah. there's other comedians that 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 are selling out just based off their their you know their 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 other standup, but they've also had their likeliness know, <clears throat> is what we. Well, I mean, well, yeah, but they've also had five six years in the game. You know, I'm only yeah. a year and three months, and so um, I rely on my social media page for them to be like, okay, I, I <clears throat> he's funny on social media. <clears throat> I'm down to go pay to see what he does live. You know what I'm saying? And so far, it's been working out, man. I've been blessed, bro. You know, selling out shit, man. This is crazy. I, I think you gonna, man. I think you gonna kill it, bro. I see it, <clears throat> and you know that's what No Jumper was based off of was the up and coming. You know what I'm saying? Was yeah. people like this? That's facts. You know what I mean? That really knew that man was going. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Three years from now, 
This motherfucker gonna be somewhere, and this interview ends up being iconic. Two, three years from now, I'm. I want to say three to five years, man. I'm. I'll be at crypto. I want to sell out crypto. That's 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 my goal. I want to sell out crypto. That should. And be that's crazy. just that's like. Well, this it's, is gonna you be know, your time capsule right here, man. And right you here, leave five it for years you, from now. Yourself, five man. years from now, I want to sell out crypto or Dodger Stadium or whatever. It's sharp. It's gonna happen. I it's guess, gonna happen. You ain't. You ain't got no choice. I, I. That's just my attitude, though. If I can't sell it out, at least I'll do half of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sell out the parking lot, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we sold out the parking lot at crypto, dog. You know what, oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah. I'll take that, that. That parking lot big as fuck. But I just think if you don't put goals and you don't put like a a, a, a benchmark, like, like like if you don't put something in your sights, but you're never gonna get to it. If you just keep kicking the rock right in front of you, bro, you know that's that's as far as you're gonna get. You know. That's why I always say if you set a goal, you can at least even if you don't reach that, you'll get damn near somewhat close yeah, to it. That's it. You won't. You, the shot won't be too far off from it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you can regroup from that and shoot for more. If it's not crypto, it's the forum. Right. You know what I'm saying? The forum. Well, where is it now? The the, the Kia Center. Yeah, Kia Forum and shit, but yeah, so if it ain't crypto, if it ain't 18,000 people, I'll take I'll take 10,000, you know what I'm saying? Real shit. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, anybody you want to shout out, man? Anybody you want to- um, I just want to shout out the team, man. The team, man. Everybody that's you know behind me, man. You, you, you guys know who you are, man. Let's keep pushing, and shout out to the fans that keep supporting the page. Um, you know, just keep commenting, keep sharing my skits, keep doing all that, and- you know, I promise you, I'm you know, I'm not gonna let you down. We're just gonna keep moving and definitely giving back to the community. Shout out to Project Hope, Baby Chevy, Taco Superior, uh, you know, the McDonald's family. Shout out to all you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Shout out to No Jumper. Shout out to you, Sharp the Sharp Tank, for having me, man. This is a blessing, bro. It's a we appreciate it's, you, man. It's dope to through. be here, man, to be a part of the culture and to and to and to really be uh having a sense of like crossing over and really and really doing something bigger than just me, you know. And I love that we got to do it, man, right here in your backyard, man. This is dope. Here, man. This is dope. Yeah, man. I, agree. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, by through, the way, did, 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 did you check in? What? Did you check in? Oh, you didn't check in no, with Swifty Blue? Yeah. You motherfucker. Yeah. I fucking bet. The Sharp Tank. Let's go. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. Hey, hey Donnie, shoot us out the motherfucking gym.